0: This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation.
1: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? How's it going, man?
2: It's going all right. I have a different view of doing this podcast this week. Really? It feels like a new world to me because we went to the podcast expo.
1: Are you saying that you're tainted now? No, I just
2: feel differently about podcasting. I guess this I,
1: podcast in general, or about podcasting the, world, the medium,
2: the world of podcasting. Which after going to the meeting or whatever you want to call the it, the expo, I'm now going to start calling it the world of podcraft. <laughs>
1: I think, actually, you know what's funny is, so we drove down to Ontario, California last weekend to attend the uh, third annual podcast expo.
2: If it was any further away, we wouldn't have gone. You
1: right? know, it was almost too far to go to Ontario. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, talk about that new definition of exercise and futility. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, I mean, it was fun to go down there. The main reason I was going there was just to go hang out with Martin and Steele from From the Ville. Yeah. And and that was a good time. That was
2: fun. That was worthwhile. To go
1: get drunk and hang out with them. But, seriously, going to that expo, seeing all the people that are that into podcasting just made me, like, seriously, made us coin the term the world of podcraft. And that's basically what that was. I mean, seriously, dude, that was a Star Trek convention. Without the Star Trek. Without the Star Trek. I mean, I you know, it's funny. It's like I haven't seen a gathering of dork that high ever in my life, I don't think. I don't think I've seen that many virgins in one room.
2: Right. And it's not that we're not dorks. I just expected there'd be some, like, cool people there, I guess, cooler than us even, but that was not the case.
1: Dude, there was no
2: one cool. I mean, you know what's funny is... <laughs> well, let's break it down a little bit. First of all... Ninety nine point nine percent all white male.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I saw well, let me just I say, think I saw
2: one Indian kid. Ninety nine point nine percent white. Let let me just put it that way. I saw one black guy and then I saw the Indian kid.
1: Okay, and how I didn't even see any Asians. What's the percentage of obese? Um I'm gonna say <laughs> at least fifty percent. And I would seriously say it was about eighty percent male. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only women that I really saw there were the booth girls that were kind of hired to stand outside the booths to try to attract Yeah, they were being to paid dorks. to be there. Yeah, they were paid <laughs> they to be pay, there. They didn't
2: pay to go there. Yeah, and didn't... I didn't
1: even see them because I refused to go into the expo floor. <laughs> well, we, we didn't register for it. I, we didn't have to register, but I know some people... You know, actually spent like a couple hundred dollars to register for this event. Yeah, well, they stayed in a hotel. I mean, people flew here. I mean, I guess Martin and Steele flew from Michigan, but there were people that flew from New York or all yeah, around the country to attend true. this expo.
2: And in Martin and Steele's credit, they were doing some other stuff too. You know, they weren't out there. Well, just they, for they the expo. made a vacation
1: out of it. They yeah, went to West they, Hollywood.
2: They went to, they went to the KSX studios, which I guess they had a pretty good time. There were naked porn stars there. Yeah, it was funny. I saw the pictures multiple
1: it, times. Yeah, right when we ran into Martin, I was wondering, like, you know, if I'd recognize him, I guess I've seen the pictures on their website, but I haven't seen that guy since I've been like 16 years old. And as soon as we saw him, he's like, look at my camera, he's got these pictures of these Porn star, it's a deaf porn star. He was showing like, them to everybody. Yeah, I know. He was going up to old ladies at the <laughs> that Marriott. That fifteen-year-old yeah. Indian kid, <laughs> being like, "Check this out. Here's but, a here's a deaf porn star licking the anus of another one." You know what threw
2: me off about Martin? He must have been he must have been exercising or something because he looks a lot thinner than he does in all in all the pictures on the, their website. He looks like a big fat ass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, he does kind of look like a big fat ass with like a uh, one of those big, big, huge mustaches. Right, but, but his mustache know, was kind of
2: trimmed. Yeah. Yeah, his figure was svelte.
1: Yeah, he, he was definitely slim. You know what I think it is? He's He slims up for baseball season because he's got to wear that umpire outfit. <laughs> I
2: thought you know? umpires were supposed to be fat. I don't know. Yeah, I, he I mean, he did have a gut.
1: Yeah, well. Did, did Steele look like what you thought Steele would look like?
2: Yeah. <laughs> he has that same outlandish goatee that he has in all those pictures on Well, with... I,
1: I must admit I was slightly disappointed because the steel that I remember back last time last time I actually hung out with him was, God, that must have been like in the 90s. He was wearing cowboy boots, jean shorts, like a wife beater or trench coat. He had a mullet that went down to like, I don't know, like halfway down his back. Yeah. And uh, he would still wear the same do-rag. But I mean, I was like looking at him thinking that's what I was expecting. But, uh, That goatee was pretty killer. (laughs) It's a pretty killer goatee.
2: The funniest thing to me was that, so you've got all these uh, nerds, should we call them anything else? Should I pull a punch? No, they're nerds. (laughs) Who obviously, when they were in high school, you know, got picked on by the bullies of the school. And then you have Steele come into the the picture and he looks like the quintessential bully who's like grown up, you know, is now 35. Well, Martin's more the you know the asshole who like provokes you and then steals the guy who comes in and like
1: beats your ass and nah, gives dude, you a swirly. Martin did a lot of bullying back then. Right. I mean, I, it's both of those guys used to make me and uh, my friend Kessler buy the Motorhead tapes. I'm
2: just saying, I think that uh, Martin and Steele might have made some of those people a little uneasy. <laughs> uh, I think I think
1: Martin and Steele made everyone there uneasy. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about Martin, he made these. So he made some promotional items for From the Ville. He had some stickers and he had pens. And he must have given pens out to everybody. If they didn't take them, he threw them at them.
2: Yeah, there's a special landfill in Ontario now that
1: just has <laughs> From the Ville pens. And the Marriott was covered in From the Ville stickers. Yeah. They had, like,
2: bulldozers out in the morning pushing a big pile of pens to the side of the parking lot.
1: So when we got to Ontario, California, we just went for one day on Saturday. We went straight to the bar at the Marriott, met up with Martin Steele, drinking there. We met the uh, guys from Gay Men Talking. Alex. Alex and Dean, who are nice fellows, fine gay gentlemen, fine gay gentlemen. Area, go check out their podcast. I actually haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but uh, I'll get around to it. But yeah, so we were hanging out with them, drinking, and then they were all excited about the Podcast Expo concert that was going on that night. Yeah, so we went to the concert
2: in the convention hall at the convention hall,
1: and that had to been one of the most ridiculous spectacles I think I've (laughs) ever seen. Well. For one, it's this gigantic
2: hall. I mean, it's like big enough to hold the you know Democratic National Convention in there. Yeah, it's massive. But there weren't that many people at the, the expo. That you know what, like a hundred, two hundred. So it's like you got this big open floor, and then like this little group of people standing in the center, and some trying dumbass, to watch a
1: band. Well, some dumbass with an acoustic guitar singing. It was, dude, well, It was just ridiculous. Several
2: bands, and uh, yeah, and then I I saw I saw a sign somewhere the next day. Some podcasting company was like um promoting some weird like bar game where you like listen to a band and you have you hook or i think you hook up your iPod to some weird electronic device in the center of the table and you like play some music game with your friends. And that when you give something like that to geeks, in a, in a situation where they're supposed to be socializing with other people, and now they have this like electronic device electronic to play device, with, yeah. nobody's going to talk to each other. They're all going to be playing with a stupid device. Well, it's like, it, oh, good, I don't have to talk to anybody. I'm going to play with my iPod. This it's not game. like any of those
1: nerds are going to get laid anyway. And not to mention, there weren't any women there to be had. There was, no. uh, you Like you said, there was 20% women, and some
2: You're, of them were all right looking. I
1: you know, I there probably no saw beauty queens, I probably saw three girls. I think I would give my juice seed too,
2: well, I mean, turn that around.
1: who's looking to get your juice seed, okay, dude, there's a line of <laughs> <laughs> men and women down the hall like they're they're mm-hmm. waiting, but anyway, so we're at this this concert, and this is where Wackerly basically summed up the entire experience podcast experience. he said, and I totally agreed with his sentiment, I'm going to drink till this is fun, <laughs> and that's pretty much. Our sentiment for the uh, the weekend is like you know what yeah. we're gonna have to get really really drunk That's in order my to tolerate this a
2: lot of the time
1: <laughs> most weekends <laughs> I'm gonna drink till this is cool yeah and so we did I mean we started drinking there I think I had like a, oh
2: yeah they had bar I mean yeah. it was it was cash bar you had to pay but you know whatever
1: well but everyone was saying well there's a party going on for uh, Libsyn, which I guess is a podcast hosting site?
2: Yeah, from the village. There's a bunch
1: of sites that use Libsyn to like, publish their podcast. Yeah, I'm wearing li- my
2: Libsyn t-shirt that I got I, for I do you notice that you're party. rocking
1: that podcast. You know, it doesn't say podcast on it. Oh, is no, that why you're wearing it? If it said podcast
2: on <laughs> it, I wouldn't be wearing it. It's just kind of a amorphous <laughs> shape that maybe could equate to me being cool if some girl sees me wearing it at the bar.
1: So everyone was like, everyone was talking about this Libsyn party, and so right. the Libsyn party was at the Double Tree hotel, and there was a presidential suite. Yeah, they had a big like double-wide suite. And so when we when we arrived at the party, there were, really weren't that many people there. It was pretty much predominantly male. Yeah. But the one thing that attracted my attention were the, I don't know, 12 buckets of beer yeah, were there like twelve buckets like filled and, to the brim with think, beer? And I think there were, you know,
2: a lot of these nerds played Dungeons and Dragons. I think there were these magical buckets of holding that like never empty. because well, I, think, I never got to the bottom of one of those buckets because the oh, nerds this one's weren't killed. drinking
1: like us. I mean, seriously, dude, at that party, I probably had twelve beers. Oh I get yeah, twelve
2: or sixteen or something. I just they just kept coming to my hand and opening and then going in my throat.
1: And my favorite thing about the party is Martin was just like walking around just stealing beer. Yeah. And there's no reason to steal beer when you have twelve buckets overflowing with beer.
2: Right. You kept putting him in his bag. But, <laughs> he was carrying but, uh, you know, a bag you know what of beer. Else? I mean, if you're, you know, our age thirties, I think they're in their mid thirties, uh, just go to the fucking liquor store and pay $12 <laughs>
1: for a 12 pack. I mean, and it wasn't, it's not like it was like good beer. No, it was, like it was Bud just Light.
2: Budweiser, Red Stripe. No Foster's, though. I don't know what the Australian
1: people would have done
2: if they were there. They yeah, the Australian people drink. would have
1: been fucked. But yeah, so we're drinking. So as the night progressed. But I
2: do have to commend. So, you know, we pointed out that these people are, are sort of geeky pod
1: crafters yeah i think you belabored that point no but
2: what i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go back the other way i mean they had a party with a shitload of alcohol which i'm very appreciative
1: of. yeah but it was all dudes for well, in the beginning that in doesn't the beginning. hinder my drinking as it as it got later in the evening the party did kind of pick up though i mean because yeah. seriously it was like it was packed we're i remember being outside in the on the, the courtyard. uh yeah the courtyard patio and, or patio or whatever it was, and it was packed with people, and there were some hot chicks there.
2: Yeah, and 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 I I still maintain that by the time we left that part, well, the
1: cops came, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, but cops came and kicked everybody. <laughs> by the out. time the
2: cops came, it was about fifty-fifty. I mean, as good as any party I've been to around here that well, I'm going to that like purportedly is supposed to be cool. Well, didn't you? It was say, like sixty-forty or something.
1: Didn't you say the saving grace of that party, other than the beer, was the fact that when you go to parties in San Francisco. The number of times you've been laid, as as compared to the other men, party in my goers, lifetime, not at in the your party. lifetime, but not at this. Party. If everybody
2: at the party said had to fill out a form, how many times have you been laid? At San Francisco parties, I'm towards the bottom of the
1: list. <laughs> but at this party in oh, Ontario, California, way towards I the top think you're five up percentile, the top, yeah, by far. Because oh, I think yeah. there are a lot of people there that had never touched a breast before. Oh yeah,
2: definitely I, uh, many. I I would put my life savings on that bet.
1: My favorite was the, were the uh, podcast like androgynous wonder podcrafters. <laughs> it's like you saw all these dudes. And you're like, are you a dude well, or are you a, a chick? Dude, yeah. You're just kind of an ugly person. Yeah, and well, I a really can't tell with
2: man tits.
1: Yeah, I can't really. You know, I gave I gave your phone number to one of them.
2: Yeah, well, I gave yours to someone too. So,
1: <laughs> so where I was outside. Just kind of, we we're just hanging out drinking as many beers as possible. Cause I kind of figured that party was going to get broken up. So I might as well just get drunk for free. Yeah. Why not? And the party did become much more fun the drunker I got. Yeah.
2: And did we mention that they also had pizza? <laughs> yeah, they did have boxes of Pizza
1: Hut pizza. <laughs>
2: Which I'm surprised that lasted as long because those PodCraft nerds love pizza. I'm surprised that wasn't just gone in the first five seconds of the party.
1: I hey, do. There were some lard asses there too. Yeah, so I was surprised that they weren't all just kind of like hovering around the pizza table. Yeah, I was. That surprised yeah, they me too. So, did you see that Indian kid that was at the uh, that was outside that Martin was talking to?
2: Yeah, uh, I think I first noticed when his bla- braces <laughs> flashed into my vision and almost blinded me. Yeah. So
1: Martin was talking to this like 15 year old Indian kid, right. and showing him naked pictures from the K sex studio that they had yeah. at and the night before. Yeah, and did we already
2: mentioned that there's just alcohol? It's freely flowing. Like, why why is this 15 year old kid allowed into
1: this well, party? that's what was funny. So I walked I walked over there. Martin's just Martin kept saying to everybody, like, "Hey, you like Jews?" here's a jew yeah he's you very, want to talk to this jew He's a jew jew right here he's really
2: obsessed with your jew jewness well i thought that was your kind Judaism. of funny because like,
1: it made people very uncomfortable because they're just kind of like yeah i guess jews are all right you know <laughs> and so he goes to this Indian kid, he's like hey you ever see a jew before that's a jew and so i'm kind of standing there i'm like hey how's it going i'm a jew and so i started talking to the kid i'm like so uh you do a podcast or something and he's like no I'm like what are you here for why would you be there if you don't do a podcast? I guess he's into podcasting. He was wearing um, what? Nobody likes onions t shirts. So no, I think he's, he's a, a big fan of podcasting. He's a big fan of the podcasting. So I was I like, wonder well, if he's
2: listening to ours. Did you well, give him a sticker?
1: Oh, yeah. I gave him a sticker. And uh, I looked at the kid and I'm like, So, dude, what, are your parents at this party? And he's like, No, my parents are back at the hotel. Your parents are back at the hotel. You're at this podcast party. There's buckets of beer everywhere. Why aren't you drinking? He's like, Well, I don't know. I was like, you don't drink? He's like, no, I've drank a beer before. And I was like. (laughs) Here, have 12. (laughs) I was like, son, at your age, if I was at a party and there was just, you know, overflowing buckets of beer, I would have been in the bucket drinking (laughs) as much beer as possible. Then I would have stumbled home and puked all over my parents. Yeah. I was like, that's what you should be doing. And so he was just like, yeah. And so I went and I got him a beer. I was like, drink this. Did he drink it? Yeah, he started drinking the beer, but then, you know, I saw him like about a half an hour later, same beer in his hand. D. Simon, peer-pressuring kids <laughs> half his age
2: at the podcast, Podcrafting Expo. But
1: dude, if you were 15 years old, you're at this expo, your parents are sleeping in a hotel, how drunk would you have gotten? Very. Exactly. Well, about as drunk as I did get. That was my, yeah, that's my point. So anyway, to make a long story short, yeah, the cops came and they kicked everybody out of this party. Sort of. They kicked most of the people out, and it wasn't
2: really the cops; it was the hotel security.
1: Yeah, hotel security came. And they kind of busted up the party, but we were part of the um, elite, so we got right. to hang out with the uh, the other Libsyn people. It and... wasn't nearly as fun when everybody left. No, it was well, it's because all the chicks were. I mean, there were. It was like like there was a decent number of chicks there, and they're all gone. Yeah, I think the chicks <laughs> saw
2: the, the security guards come, and then they were like, well. Well, I guess I go better. I go back to my room
1: and have sex with five or six of these nerds. <laughs> Each, yeah, I'm sure they're they're going on to their podcast orgies. Why wouldn't you? Uh, world of, you know, I don't know. It's like I don't I don't imagine these girls getting that much ass in it, their daily lives,
2: right? And if the tables were turned, you were at some you know uh, expo party with uh, you know eight girls to every you. Wouldn't you be like, well, I'm going to get at least laid tonight. If I can't get laid
1: here, there's a problem. I just don't think the the podcraft girls are sluts. I I, I don't know. You're I don't, saying I their
2: pussies are on pedestals. I'm
1: just saying the female podcrafters. I just don't think they get around. <sighs> Pet- Maybe pedestal pussy is what they have. Maybe bra- they That's do. That's the problem. You see, you live in a podcast dream world. Yeah, you're thinking right. that just because you do a podcast, you're entitled to some pussy. Right. It, it doesn't work that way. Okay. You're entitled to some, like, 20-sided die. <laughs> <laughs> Shoved up my rectum? So we end up leaving this party. I think Steel ended up going to, like, a club by himself. Yeah, I think he thought he was going to
2: get laid. <laughs> <laughs> There's this club in the hotel with all these dudes, you know, in like sport jackets, maybe even some like silk ties and nice shoes. And he has like his jeans and a t-shirt and a do-rag on his head. and Sunglasses. Yeah.
1: And he's just like, I'm going in there. (laughs) So he went in there solo and we end up leaving. And, you know, I don't even remember how the night ended. Basically, I think I I was just like, I couldn't find everybody. So I was like, you know, I'm just going back to the hotel. I don't even care to be around any of this environment anymore. And then I think I bumped into you, and you were already walking home. <laughs> <laughs> you are just like, yeah, fuck this. Right. And so what was funny about it is the next day, uh, the podcast expo was the last day. It was on Sunday. I wanted to go at least check it out once, like to go down there because our affiliate was there, TPX Radio, which we're on. So I was going to go drop off some stickers, and uh, Wackerly wouldn't even enter the expo. No. He slept in the car in the yeah. parking lot. I Why? Was really Well, first of all... It just seemed incredibly lame to me. Oh, it obviously, it was incredibly my, lame. Yeah, is but, this, it, but is this news yeah, to you? I was, like I was you hung didn't over. Was
2: hungover, so my uh, my
1: uh, endurance for dork? endurance <laughs> level for lameness was very small that day. So you'd rather sleep in the parking lot? Yes. Than to go and even look at... Dude, there were booth chicks.
2: I know. And you should have called me and told me. You didn't tell me there were booth chicks till we
1: were driving home. Yeah, I I neglected to mention the fact because I wanted them all for myself. This is a fantasy world, though. <laughs> well, you know what was funny about this? This so the expo, like they had booths set up. All I think mainly it was like um, you know companies like uh, Licens that produce mixers and just a lot of the. They uh, wanted
2: to sell shit to the yeah, like crafters. the technology
1: companies, and then there were like um, different companies, I guess, that sell advertising for podcasts, which I didn't even think was possible. And TPX Radio was there, and I went and talked to those guys. They, you know, that guy actually that uh, runs that site a great guy, and the dudes from Lunatic Radio were doing like a live show. I was talking to him, and he's like, dude, you should have been here yesterday, because we had some porn star, like Tarina Michaels here, and yeah. I guess all the Pondcraft geeks were hovering around the uh, TPX radio station. Yeah, that's station. like bait. It would have been good exposure, though, for and wrong, but whatever, we missed it. And so, yeah, and then um, I think on my way out, I did get the one picture I took of the, <laughs> the whole time I was there, of the, of the ultimate podcast fan. This guy must weigh like 500 pounds, had his iPod on, wearing a Keith and the Girl shirt. <laughs> I got a picture and we'll we'll put him on. That's up. not the
2: same guy we saw at the Denny's listening to uh, Keith and the listening to a podcast with a Keith and the Girl shirt at the lunch counter.
1: No, that that was a different guy, but he I, I saw like him there too. Pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I was there for about a half an hour and then I was like, you know, it's time to go. But I ran into Martin and Steele there, so I was hanging out talking to them, and the whole time they're going on and on about how from the Ville drank sick and wrong under the table. And I'm looking at him, and I was just like, dude, you guys didn't drink us under the table. He's like, we were out till uh, 4 in the morning. We went right back to the Lipson party with, like, six podcast crafter dudes (laughs) hanging out. And so I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. I'm going to let it go. Then Steele put a comment on our MySpace page that said, from the Ville, drank sick and wrong under the table. And come to think of it, Alex and Dean from Gay Men Talking also drank sick and wrong under the table. We need they're, to explain they're operating this way, under apparently. a
2: misconception that drinking somebody under the table isn't about the quantity of alcohol drank. It's about how late you stay up at a yeah. lame
1: party no that that's that, that's the, that's the that's thing. not true. drinking under the table implies that you drank more than we did, right, dude. I saw those guys they were nursing their beers, yes, like they were drinking like one beer every half an hour. well, they're kind of old, yeah, <laughs> I think they're senior citizens well, no, I think they're professional drinkers. they can go for the long haul, yeah. but they don't drink they don't drink as much as we did in terms right. of sheer volume. We were just binging upon free beer. <laughs> And plus, we're drinking to make it cool. And I think that is the key difference between this. For Martin and Steele, that was that was kind of cool. They're on vacation. They probably don't get to go to parties that often in Bay City, being that Martin's married. And, uh, you know, Steele's kind of a weirdo that lives by himself. <laughs> 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 Maybe goes to the Voo. Yeah. But no, you, it's, it's like this was a special occasion for them. Whereas we're just kind of like, you know what? This sucks, and we're going to get really drunk till this is fun.
2: Well, plus they'd been out, you know, since Thursday. Maybe they were drinking heavily before, and that's why. But I'd just like to point out that, yes, I, I don't feel like I was drank under the table. They did stay out later at the Libson <laughs> pizza party, <laughs> which if they want to crow about that, fine. But uh,
1: Okay, yeah. Okay. I you know, Just I call that. it what it is. You I stay at concede. the pizza party
2: till three in the
1: morning past when you normally have to go to bed. I will concede. You guys did stay up later than we did, and you guys got to hang out at the Libson pizza party longer than we did, but if you talk, if you count beer for beer, we drank from the bill and gay men talking under the table.
2: Yeah, and, and in, in Alex and Dean from Gay Men Talking, in their defense, they probably were staying sober because they were the only uh, podcast podcrafters who were actually going to get laid that night back yeah. in their hotel room. <laughs> yeah, They probably I'm- were the only podcrafters who had sex at the podcast expo.
1: I I don't know. I thought I thought I saw one of them slip something to Steele's drink. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get the update on that. So all in all, yeah, it was a complete waste of time. And you know, it's it's not like I had my ex- expectations all that high for it, but it is it is it's always interesting when you go somewhere and you make an effort to like, you know, drive 5 hours to go to go to something that you write about that you thought, you know, there's a good chance that this might be cool and you go and you go you actually go to the event, and you realize God, I just wasted like a whole weekend. <laughs> it was only one day. Yeah, it was one day. It was one day. So it, it wasn't really all that bad. So are you going to go back next year to the world of PodCraft? Oh, God, no. It's in Las Vegas, right? You know, which actually is a better uh, location than Ontario, right, But it's Ontario, outside of California. our five-hour driving limit. <laughs> and I'm not paying to go down there. Like, I seriously, I'm not paying any money to actually go. And, and I guess we, we spend a little bit of money to go to Ontario. But it's not like I'm going to go buy a plane ticket to go to Vegas.
2: The uh, but Yeah, but the hotel was paid for by T-shirt swag money. Oh,
1: our merch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was paid for the merch. So, actually, we so were there on the— thank uh,
2: you uh, Anybody who bought a T-shirt, you sponsored our visit to the Podcrafting Expo.
1: Yeah. Thank you, uh, Sick and Wrong fans. Well, I'll definitely post the picture of the— uh, I don't know, quintessential podcast listener on our website. Yeah,
2: we completely failed in the picture department. We didn't get any pictures of Martin and Steele, any pictures of Alex and Dean, any pictures other than this big fat guy.
1: Yeah, that's the only picture I think I took. <laughs> awesome. I didn't even take a picture of my puke that was in the toilet in the in the uh, shitty hotel that we you stayed at. could have at, at least done that. Yeah, I should have. I don't know. Well, anyway, Wackerly, uh, this is episode 91 here of Sick and Wrong. Last week was kind of a special occasion because we had my brother talking about the Folsom Street Fair. Which, I don't know if I'm going to have my brother back on the show. He didn't seem like he was too into it. Dude, you know, I thought my brother was kind of ridiculing us for being podcrafters. He was. He was here
2: just to, uh, you know,
1: display his derision for the format. You know, at one point, I think we were talking about how uh, a lot of uh, gay men that are into the bear scene, you know, could be compared to, to Ewoks or Wookiees. And Otters. he called both of us dorks. I yeah. don't know if you remember this. Yeah. because you know? we knew about Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not arguing with that, but I know he knows about Star Wars. I know he's at home right now playing Xbox. <laughs> Actually, he might be working. But anyway, <laughs> Or you something know what? else unmentionable. Until his attitude changes, I don't know if I'm going to have him back on the show. Let's give him a temporary ban. Yeah, maybe not. So, uh, Wackerly, before we get into doing the stories here, uh, I want to mention one thing. You haven't even commented on my new glasses.
2: They look like your old glasses,
1: that's why. You, you didn't even notice that they were new? I did notice, but they look 98%
2: like your old glasses, so Yeah, not they're really exactly to the same. Say.
1: But, you know, I lost my old glasses uh, you know, a number of months ago, and so I just got them today. They're very becoming. Is that what you want to hear from me? <laughs> I just want to, you know what, I just want you to say you look like Henry Kissinger. You do kind of look like Henry Kissinger. <laughs> all right, that's all I wanted to hear.
2: You had to drag it out of me, but that's
1: actually very true. Well, you know what's interesting? It's I went to uh, like I went to uh, a new optometrist, and uh, you know it's they, they're up on H Street, and I kind of hate having to go all the way over to Hate Street, being that Hate Street kind of sucks. Does he have dreadlocks? No, he's not. He's not a hippie. But you know what was kind of weird about it? When's the last time you went to the optometrist for an eye exam?
2: Uh very recently, like a couple months ago.
1: Did your optometrist make you pull down your pants and do a hernia check? Like <laughs> no, cough he on your bo- no I, that's know, not I normal. I totally thought that was weird. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. But I don't see how this has anything to do with my eyes. <laughs> was he looking you directly in the face while he was touching your scrot? No, he was staring down at my package. And he was just like, <laughs> cough. And he was all like out of breath saying it. And I was just kind of like... All right. I thought there was like an eye chart that was supposed to be involved here, but whatever. But you know what though? I got a good pair of glasses out of the deal, so I'm happy. Okay, Henry. But I just don't think I'm going to go back there. That's for sure. Well, uh, before we get into the stories, I want to do a quick recap from episode 89. I also want to welcome P Town, who just showed up here. What's up there, P Town? How you doing? Hey, you know, it's good to see you uh, in the Sick and Rock studio. It's been a while. It's got, it's got to be about a year, probably. About, yeah.
2: yeah. I think you were on the cruise with your dad when P-Town was on yeah, the Yeah, P-Town show.
1: subbed. And so it's it's we're going to go out uh, drinking once we uh, finish this podcast. He so. doesn't have a mic, though, so he can't talk very much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can chime in when you want. Just, just uh, yell. Yeah, just yell just over, over there. You. Just kind of yeah, lean over. Gra- <laughs> grab a Wackerly's mic. He likes that. It's all wet. He But he likes sharing a mic. Yeah, he was into it with my brother. So uh, this is episode 91, but I'm going to do a quick recap of episode 89 a couple weeks ago. If you recall, I did a story about a brother who raped his sister and sledgehammered his niece. Uh, Wackerly did a story about a mother who burned her four children. And a listener sent in a story about some uh, UK hooligan who disgraced a dead woman's body by coating her with shaving cream. Listener came in with thirty-two votes. I came in with a healthy seventy-eight votes, but Wackerly took the show, episode eighty-nine. The uh, victor here with a hundred and four votes. Nice. Apparently, uh, you appealed to um, people's sympathy there with the the burning or of the pyromania, children. or maybe they're pyromania. It could have been, but um, you know, I think we're comparing our stories to. Uh, different horror movies, if you recall.
2: Oh yeah, we couldn't figure out a horror movie that went for along the listener. With, uh, the for the listener, grandma
1: who got peed on, and uh, yeah, peed on uh, and covered cream. in shaving cream. So a couple of listeners, Susan wrote in. She said it reminds me of Clockwork Orange, which isn't exactly a horror movie, but I mean, I think that that would suffice. Yeah, I and mean, another, we couldn't think of anything. So another guy to wrote to do. in uh, Gremlins. I think you said Leprechaun. <laughs> So well, you told
2: me I couldn't say
1: leprechaun. Well, I was saying it's not leprechaun, because okay. this dude definitely wasn't Irish. He was a UK hooligan. <laughs> so, um, other than that, uh, one more thing here, too, is a uh, long-time listener here, Ash, wrote in. I think we said something, you were saying something about um, those memorial... Treat like mylar balloons.
2: Yeah, whenever anybody gets uh, shot or a car accident, some then everybody who knows that person always sets up the shrine with the teddy bears, the mylar balloons, and and so we're saying we should come up with a term term for that. that, Yeah.
1: So uh, Ash says, you know, you should call them trash trees it works on a few levels one they look trashy two only trailer billies and other types of trashy people erect them and three they tend to collect bits of actual trash later on as the wind blows into them <laughs> that's true so uh maybe we should call them trash trees can we call it a Mylar trash tree? <laughs> Mylar trash tree. That's okay. a, that's one. Uh, <laughs> so I was
2: walking by this parking lot the other day, and there was a Mylar trash tree, and I wondered what the hell went on. I had to go check the paper. Yeah, that was I knew works. someone died. I think. Yeah. So
1: uh, thanks, Ash, for uh, writing that in. So Wackerly, uh, you, you won uh, episode 89, so I hope you're enjoying your beer. I am. People, you know the way Sticking Wrong works. Wackerly and I compete as to who can find the most disturbing news item of the week, Audience votes, winner gets a case of beer. We throw in a wild card with a listener submission so you can decide who's going to win this episode uh, 91 here of Sick and Wrong. Just go uh, vote, sickwrongpodcast.com. Well, I think I started the last show. I don't even remember. Why don't you kick off here episode uh, 91 of Sick and Wrong? <laughs>
2: Uh, My story is from Yuba City, California. I I don't know if that's north or south of here. It's by Sacramento. Yeah, I think you're right. It's north. Yeah, northeast. All right. Well, uh, apparently the police had two Hispanic men in custody and were investigating whether race was a factor in the death of a man who was black. Uh, After this man was beaten, kicked, and robbed... Uh, he was ki- actually that he survived that, but he was killed when he was run over by their pickup truck and dragged face down underneath it. Investi- oh, brutal. <laughs> yeah. Investigators said the man was attacked in an alley, then run over at least twice in a pickup tr- early Saturday. He became caught under the truck and was dragged for a considerable
1: distance. So, you know, I didn't even know Mexicans had cars. Yeah, they have trucks. They also they in have the trucks? Front seat. You've seen that before. Oh, OK. They have trucks filled with cardboard boxes in the back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I don't something understand. tells
2: me these guys don't collect cardboard boxes. I mean, they're probably
1: more likely like meth dealers. Yeah. This sounds like a, to me. It sounds like a drug deal that went awry. But right. you know, it's always it's always comforting to hear a dragging death. It's been a while since we've done a story like yeah, that. Yeah. Well,
2: this one's actually particularly gruesome in the uh, genre of dragged by a car to death. Um, so what Awful what do you what go. do you think a considerable distance is? I'm thinking like a couple
1: blocks. Dude, two feet for me would be enough. Yeah, well, but yeah, a couple blocks. They don't. They uh, don't specify.
2: But uh, so he was dragged for a considerable distance before the men in the vehicle stopped and uh, abandoned the truck, according to police reports. So it was probably stolen truck to begin with, because they just
1: ran from and left it there at the scene. So, so do the guys start, like, a fight with them or something, and they're just like, you know, chinga tu madre, and then they got in their truck and ran them over?
2: The cops aren't saying, but they do have these two guys in custody. One is 21. Uh, I'm not even going to say their names. they're too hard to pronounce, but uh, Aaron is one, and Michael's the other guy. They're 21 and 20. It's um, not even a Mexican both name. Both of them are from Yuba City. They don't say whether they're, you know, illegal immigrants, but that wouldn't surprise me either. Um and they are each being held on one million dollar bond on suspicion of murder, robbery, gang affiliation, and par- parole violations. So I'm thinking gang this slash is drug gang. dealing. Yeah, this is turf war. Right. Um, once again, they they point out they both are Hispanic. Uh, the police <laughs> post says they really want everybody to know that and start some type of race riot up there. And yeah, I don't know Sacramento. are they going to
1: deport them or something?
2: Um, Yuba City police describe the victim as a black man in his 30s. So there's some type of an age difference here, which makes me think maybe it's a drug deal he was buying drugs or something like that um they're still not identifying him until they could notify his family i want to know how (laughs) did did i say he was
1: dragged face down (laughs) so okay so the guy was probably buying drugs from them a fight started because maybe he didn't have money or something and then they they just mowed the guy over with a truck twice
2: well, there's actually some witnesses who came out when they heard the commotion, you know, guy people who live around there and this woman, uh, a 37-year-old woman, uh said she saw the truck stopped in the alley. And with the passenger looking to see one of these guys, one of these Hispanic guys, looking to see if the victim was still underneath the
1: truck. He's like, oh shit, Jose. <laughs> no, it sounds
2: to me like he was ensuring that he was underneath the truck. And then he told his partner, uh, the other guy, like, eh, punch it, man. And <laughs> Get then the, the truck punch- out of here. Because this witness then saw the truck drive off with, vic- with the victim still trapped as neighbor- other neighbors started screaming to one another. After the suspects fled, uh, the witnesses ran to see if there's anything they could do. Um, and the witness says one woman was
1: trying to push the truck off the man's body. What is it, the bion- bionic woman or something? I think maybe she thought <laughs> she just
2: because they just re-released that show, you know? Yeah, I know. It. I'm wondering maybe they she's just like, saw Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. and she thought she was going to be able to push this truck off this dude. Um, but he was dragged face down, so it makes me wonder how do they know who he is? I guess was wallet.
1: I don't. I don't know. Were there like bits of nose and lips, like (laughs) trailing behind the car? uh,
2: You know, like a foot, uh, foot wide red streak that goes like a couple blocks down the street.
1: And it's just so these guys like drag this guy and then just like fuck it, let's get out of the car and run. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh.
2: So they they're still trying to find the family. I don't know if they're going to be able to identify this guy with no face. Uh, Just maybe his build and his particular brand of jeans that he likes to wear.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that could be—I I have no idea how you would—I mean, the guy probably can't even do dental records because his teeth are probably yeah. scattered all over the highway. Right, like dice. They rolled down the sewer. So how did they find these uh, two Hispanic gentlemen?
2: And that doesn't say. I think they just sort of did a sweep, maybe got the chopper out, um, you know, swept the area, the dogs. You've seen cops. They can find people. Yeah, if they're notified soon enough. I mean, especially I
1: think, the Yuba City PD. Yeah, the key. They're on it.
2: I think the key is the witnesses called the cops right away, so they could you know chase these guys down. They're probably hiding in a shrub or something.
1: Wow. So now uh, both these guys are incarcerated and uh, being held probably on right. a ridiculous bond. I, they'll, they'll probably try and do the Eddie Murphy defense. You know, that wasn't I me. I, I didn't do it. <laughs> wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me, man. <laughs> wasn't me. I see. Um, so that's it So on the sick and wrong star scale A guy lost his face A guy was dragged Lost his face <clears throat> Probably normal... over some meth
2: L- Let me argue for it a little bit Normal dragging deaths by car The guy is like off the side Or maybe his hand is caught in the door And he's dragged that way to death But this guy was actually underneath You know the axle of the so car. Was this a monster down. truck? No, because then he wouldn't have been dragged. It would have been too hot. He would have just slipped right oh, out of Oh, yeah. The probably would have I'm just thinking more underneath. of like a little tiny lowered S10 where he can really get wedged One under One of those there. mullet
1: like mini trucks. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's mullets involved in this
1: story, too. I imagine there are Mexi mullets Mexi involved mullets. in this. Um, so, so I'm giving it a four. You know what? In light of other dragging stories that we've done here, I think I recall a few podcasts ago. I did a story about a guy who dragged his wife in front of his kids. Yeah, the kids were in the car, and the kids were That's in the hard car, to beat. and she was mowed down. She dragged down, and that to me was a five. So I'm gonna have to give this a three and a half.
2: Okay, fine. Three and a half. Stars. Fair enough. We'll yeah, see three what three happens.
1: Stars. Well, we'll see what the listeners have to say about it. <laughs> Well, uh, my story here for uh, episode 91 involves kids in a car during sex and a drug bust. The kids are having sex? No, the kids were in the car while sex was going on. Small children. Small children. Okay. So this occurred in uh, Schenectady, New York, which is a difficult town to pronounce. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Even harder to spell.
1: Yeah. Schenectady police say a woman prostituted herself, used cocaine with her children present. In what one officer called one of the most despicable acts he can recall, a Saratoga County woman is accused of prostituting herself and then snorting cocaine from the stomach of her newborn son while breastfeeding him. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's wrong on multiple levels. On
1: multiple levels. But at the same time, she's an innovative lady, if you think about it. She's a multitasker. Uh, dude, you know, it's like when you do cocaine, you know, there's there's ways to do it. You can take a key, and you can kind of do key bumps of it. You can break it up on a mirror. Or, or some people, like, that are really into cocaine have cocaine trays. This woman improvises. She's like MacGyver. Yeah. She uses her newborn baby's stomach. I don't <laughs> think I've ever heard that before. I've never snorted cocaine off an infant's stomach. Neither have I. Uh, you know, I can't say I probably would. But. And,
2: and the kid's breastfeeding. So do you have to sort of like invert the kid's body up to your nose? Or does she have a... Well, she's a prostitute, so she probably has a very flexible neck.
1: Well, she probably has a flexible Part of her neck, job training, but at the same time, she must have really large breasts, being that they're filled with milk. You know, a lactating woman She's has multiple a huge breast.
2: multiple advantages when trying to perform this type of a maneuver. Yeah, and
1: I mean, you can lift the kid up, so you know the kid probably and the kid probably had a flat stomach. So flexible
2: neck. Lift the kid, big floppy tits. That's the three things you need.
1: Well, if you're going to snort cocaine off a newborn baby while you're breastfeeding him, I think you do need those three How did she
2: chop the line up and get it on the kid's (laughs) ass?
1: Dude, I mean, I think she's a professional.
2: Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She's She's done this before. This isn't the only only time she's done it. That's what I think we need to establish. Exactly.
1: So Wendy Cook here was on a drug-fueled spree. Which a lot of women go on shopping sprees, but not Wendy. She goes on a drug-fueled spree. Uh, when she was arrested during a crackdown on prostitution in uh, Hamilton Hill area of Schenectady. I guess there's a uh, prostitution outbreak right, going <laughs> on right Hill's now.
2: Hamilton Hill not a good area of town,
1: apparently. Well, I, you know, I, I'm surprised, but it's like, you know, it just kind of goes to uh, show you that prostitution's everywhere. Yeah, it is. Seriously, every small town you can get laid for money. For money. Four other women were also arrested during the operation. Cook, 37 years old, is being held on charges of fourth degree prostitution. She also faces child endangerment for allegedly performing oral sex on men during two separate encounters while her eight week old son and five year old daughter are in the back seat of the car. <laughs> so, OK, now think about this. This let's is say, a street-walking whore. This isn't a call girl, right? Well, no, she must have had a car, so she must have been picking up dudes and bringing them to her car. Yeah, I guess. Because the, the kids are in So, I mean, she must be, like, you know, a successful hooker.
2: Well, and then I imagine she asked the John, hey, do you mind if my kids are in the back? Well, that's and the a, guy's
1: like, no. Well, that's the point <laughs> Why would I, I care? That's the point that I was going to bring up. It's like, let's say, okay, you're John, you're, you're tooling for some... Uh, ass and you go out there you finally find a prostitute and she's like well my kids are in the back seat is that gonna bother you dude <laughs> seriously to, to me that would kill my boner
2: yeah but you know she's not a cop
1: yeah i guess you would know she's not a cop <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it that's balances uh, eyes, what i'm saying the, the best verification but i mean would you be able to go ahead with it while the kid the toddler's in the back seat and eight week old are they screaming or are they silent children <laughs> Well, one tot was napping, and the uh, girl was wide awake. She was just kind of sitting there, just checking out the scene.
2: I'd have to take a pass. I'd go for the next crack
1: cracker yeah, to come I, along. Same with me. I think, it would, I think it would kill the mood for me. Yeah, I might actually just go home and rub one out at that <laughs> point. Like, oh, wow, I'm really depressed now. So both children are now staying with relatives. Uh, police investigators say they learned that Cook had been out all night smoking crack and snorting cocaine with her children present. I guess uh, they don't have babysitters in the hood. Here. It's hard to get a
2: babysitter. I mean, they should have a co-op where, you know, 10 hookers, one of them watches all the kids, and then they rotate through who does the babysitting. That's just my, that would be my plan if I was
1: part of this hooker co-op. I think they should have mandatory hysterectomies for uh, crackheads, personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But we've brought this up before. Maybe she had, when she had the kids, she had not yet become a crackhead. Yeah, you know, I doubt it. (laughs) You think so? If she's able to breastfeed breastfeed and snore cocaine off her newborn son's stomach, she's a professional. She definitely is. Uh, According to the police report, Cook inhaled lines of powdered cocaine off the infant's stomach as she breastfed him while driving around Schenectady. So she was driving... And breastfeeding and snorting cocaine off this infant's stomach. I don't know
2: about the story, but this chick gets five stars. She's <laughs> a talented lady,
1: and you know, not to mention, it kind of gives me an idea for a new product that I might try to sell: the infant baby cocaine tray. What? So Think the- about it, dude. You'd have a you'd have a baby doll that's like you know it could be glass or something, and flat stomach snort cocaine off of it.
2: Is this supposed to impress women? <laughs>
1: No, I'm just saying. I, Conversation just piece. <laughs> conversations, a piece that you can have on your like coffee table. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, you want to cut up some lines? Let me put it on my infant stomachs. You know, little model here. I like that. it Could be glass or maybe chrome. Yeah, I, I think that might be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. What so, do you do with um, it
2: when your parents come
1: over? You gotta hide it. Yeah, you, you gotta hide it. After her arrest, apparently, Cook said that uh, she told a friend she'd been thinking about selling the two kids to get more money for drugs.
2: To who? <laughs> <laughs> Who's buying crack babies? That's what I was wondering. Like, There's no black market for crack babies. They're much, completely
1: unwanted. How much did this drug-addled woman think she was going to get for these kids? Well, she was drug-addled. That's the problem.
2: She's probably like, i probably get like three or $4,000 at least. And, kid.
1: and not to mention, aren't there isn't there like a surplus of uh, crack babies going around right now in the ghetto. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're that hard to the come by. The supply
2: is high, the demand is yeah, low. the demand is low. <laughs> mean, which means the price is low. I, I just don't if I think... remember my economics class in college, which I slept through,
1: I just think a couple of food stamps and maybe a, a, a crack banana. rock or two and a banana. I i just don't see her really. I don't think she's going to get a crack rock for those kids.
2: Yeah. I got a I, I, crack <laughs> dealer wants a crack baby. He probably has five crack babies already. <laughs>
1: I don't know. You could train them to do tricks and stuff. you know. I don't know. So she's charged with five counts of endangering the welfare of a child. First degree felony, reckless endangerment, and fourth degree prostitution. I didn't know there were that many degrees to prostitution.
2: Is, so, is fourth worse than first, or is it better than first?
1: I think fourth might mean that uh, you're sucking dick in front of your kids. Okay. Yeah. So it's worse. So it's probably worse.
2: First degree is not very bad. Fourth is very bad.
1: Yeah. I think first degree is like a hand job in the alley. Yeah. Or something no, I've done no, that. no children present I've done yeah. that When I had to buy A pack of smelts. No snorting cocaine Off a newborn's stomach Right Yeah so um, On the sick and wrong scale This woman is multi-talented Definitely She's um, uh, Right but
2: we're not rating I, I've already given her Ten stars We're oh, not rating her We're rating the story
1: Okay so This woman This woman was Performing sex acts Right in front of her children and not to mention snorting cocaine yeah. off for eight-week-old kid it's, it's not like this co- kid was it's 2 all about years the old coke snorting. Yeah, it's not it, about the it's eight-week-old eight i'm giving this a five star i'm giving it four and a half stars four and a half all right fair
2: maybe enough maybe five you know what five why would i hold back a half a star it's like that's a very disturbing story
1: i mean think about it though what what are these kids going to grow up to be geniuses yeah you know i i don't i don't know i, I don't think this kid's going to be the next kanye west might be me
2: yeah but you know he could be a blues, a blues man. Don't all aren't all blues man's moms hookers? Yeah, Actually, I guess, you know, Actually, I guess like this could be the next BB King. And grow up in a brothel in New Orleans, maybe not Schenectady. <laughs> I don't know. There's a big blues <laughs> scene coming out of Schenectady. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The Upstate you know New York uh, wankily, swing
1: movement. I think you might be assuming that these kids are black. No, and that no. is racist. Hey, it's it's
2: okay? 2004. What is it? 2007. <laughs> you don't have to be black to be a blues man anymore
1: yeah and you don't have to be black to be a crackhead either so that's
2: all i'm saying no and i'm saying that it could be white blues men
1: i was thinking these kids are probably this woman's probably jewish maybe (laughs) i I don't know cook isn't a very jewish name but you never know
2: maybe it's like k-o-c-h that's kind
1: of jewish right are you saying cock Cook. okay. All right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it German be. name. <laughs> Cookberg. Yeah. If it was Cookberg, there wouldn't be a question in my mind. Okay, let's move on. So moving on to the uh, listener submission here for episode 91, uh, we received this story from Todd, and he wrote kind of an ambiguous statement here. Found this story and thought of you. Man rapes his stepson to turn him gay as revenge against ex-wife. Why yeah. would he think of me and you from Sick and Wrong? <laughs>
2: Uh, well, I don't have any
1: theories <laughs> about that, but... I don't know. 44-year-old uh, William Gerald Collins told authorities that he wanted to punish his ex-wife for leaving him. So he raped her 11-year-old son for a period of two years in order to, quote-unquote, turn him gay. Is William gay? The dad? No, he's not gay at all. <laughs> he didn't want his ex to have the pleasure of having grandchildren. I think it's the ultimate revenge. It's like, you know, some, some, some uh, divorcees are like, you know what, fuck you. I'm not giving you, you know, alimony. I'm not paying child support. This guy's like, you know what, I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to make sure you have no grandchildren because I'm going to rape your kid and he's going to be gay.
2: Yeah. Well, you've talked about the turkey baster with the uh, STD-laden semen and giving that to an ex-girlfriend to get back at her. Is it? This is better I than forgot that? about that revenge.
1: Actually, that's a pretty good idea. But this sounds a little bit more extreme. This sounds more calculated to me. I don't know. I mean,
2: he spent two years raping this kid, right?
1: Yeah. So uh, the judge here said when passing the sentence, he stated that in his 11 years on the bench, he had never had a case where the perpetrator had set out to deliberately do harm to someone by victimizing someone else. So he was using this kid as a pawn. He went on to state that Collins was not some pedophile dealing with uncontrollable urges, but a cold, calculating, evil person that destroyed not one life... But two. Because I don't think this kid's going to be, you know, growing up, you know, without thinking about this. I don't think this kid's (laughs) going to... Seriously, I don't think this kid's going to grow up without having any problems.
2: No, he's going to have There's a lot of therapy in this
1: kid's future.
2: And 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 then the the mom is also going to be pissed, like you said, because no grandkids. No grandkids,
1: (laughs) yeah, because that kid's definitely gay now.
2: She doesn't really care that her child was raped by her (laughs) ex-husband. She's just upset. Just all about the grandkids.
1: So Colin's crime was uh, discovered due to a letter the sodomized boy's mother received from Colin's girlfriend. So this was after the divorce. I guess this is like he wrote a letter to uh, his girlfriend, whom uh, he had resided with since the divorce. She wrote a letter to the ex-wife indicating that he had threatened to rape her daughter and that he had stated to her that he had done the same thing to his stepson. So what I don't understand about this is, so this dude... Alright, was with this woman, got a divorce, raped her son to turn him gay, managed to get a girlfriend, which kind of surprises me, and then threatened to do the same thing to his daughter? To her daughter? What was he gonna do to her? Turn her into a lesbian? Does this guy have, like, some kind of magical gay cock?
2: I think he's a a pedophile. (laughs) Yeah, and he's trying to make up some weird elabor- elaborate excuse.
1: Yeah, but what pedophile plays both fields? I thought like if you're a pedophile, you're either into little boys, you're into little girls. This guy's just like, you know what? I got my magical cock like that's going to turn these kids gay. Yeah. I think he's like an X-Man. Yeah, or Harry Potter. An anti-hero. <laughs> Uh, The rape of the young boy began at the age of 11. That's not funny. and was repeated dozens of times over the next two years. The motivation to hurt his ex-wife, Collins reasoned that if he could turn the boy gay by sodomizing him, he would never marry, and thus his ex would never know the joy of grandchildren.
2: Well, I agree that he might never marry, but does this automatically turn you gay if you're raped by an old creepy man?
1: Well, you're not. (laughs) and my dad tried no but i mean seriously that's too small i fought him off i just don't understand this guy's reasoning like where did he come up with this plan was he just kind of like sitting there thinking how can i really get back at that bitch she divorced me oh i got it i'm gonna rape her kid and then turn him gay yeah i mean is that how gay people come to be is that how you turn gay We'll have to have your brother back on, but he's banned, you know so he can't. He's can. banned from the show. See, that, so...
2: those types of questions is why he doesn't like being on the show. Let me point that out.
1: You know, I kind of hope that this kid doesn't turn out gay and has, like, you know, he becomes Mormon, has many wives oh, and gonna, many grandchildren. I was
2: going to say, I hope he turns out, like, to be a David Lee
1: Roth or, uh, you know, one of the guys from Kiss. <laughs> Well you know, Mormon kiss.
2: I was reading really on this
1: website that uh, Mitt Romney was raped by his uh stepfather <laughs> Which multiple one? times. Oh, he only has one dad. Oh, right? One multiple dad, moms. yeah. And uh he didn't turn gay. Yeah. He's he's going to be president. I'm surprised he didn't turn gay just w- with a name like Mitt. <laughs> Who names <laughs> their fucking kid Mitt? I don't know. Just a really cruel a cruel parent. Is that short for something? Mitt? Not catcher? Mitt? I, <laughs> I have yeah, no well, idea. Okay,
2: well, we know what side of the gay spectrum he's on. So, the, uh, yeah,
1: it might be Mitchell. short for Mitchell. P-Town. That's, that's interesting, P Town. In. God, P Town, nice you know, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> IQ of the show just shot up. <laughs> Jesus, P Town, you should chime in a little more often here. God, you know, I thought I was witty. So the Oregon judge sentenced Collins to a maximum time behind bars, twenty-five years. Really, only He also only ordered him years. to register as a sex offender and remain such for the rest of his life. So. I don't think this guy is going to be doing much more raping. In fact, I kind of hope he gets raped and turns well, gay.
2: Well, no, because child molesters have a notoriously horrible time in prison. Do you yeah. think he's going to say, I'm not a child molester, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is just to get back at my ex-wife. You guys all have
1: ex-wives that you hate. You can you can, know, you can feel me, that right? that bitch. You know, you guys understand where I was coming from. You know, it's the only thing I could really do. I hope that strategy works out for him. You know, I doubt it. I kind of doubt it. So on the sick and wrong star scale, dude, I'm going to have to give this a five. Yeah, it's a five. I mean, this is like, I've never heard anything like this before. I
2: think another t-shirt might be going out this week.
1: I don't know. But I mean, it's not like he was snorting cocaine off this hairless ass of this 11-year-old. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, why Walt did you he have to go there him. with hairless description? <laughs> I mean, if he was doing that, then I might, you know, think, okay, t-shirt, definitely is getting, right. this girl's getting we'll a t-shirt. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see what the uh, Sick and Wrong audience has to say about that. Go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 91 here. <laughs> You're tuned in to Open Grave Radio on the web at OpenGraveRadio.com. So, Waggly, we're nearing the end of the show. As usual, we tend to get to listener email, and uh, we've we've received a lot because it's been a couple weeks, so I'm just going to try to plow through some of this. So, uh, we got one here from John, who's our liaison over there in uh, the... Indianapolis corporate Midwest yeah. area, you yeah. know, the, the Indianapolis uh, business Whenever park over there. I want to there. know
2: what's going on in the corporate world of Indianapolis, I always turn to John. Turn
1: to John here. So he says, greetings from the Midwest. As we, the Midwest corporate underground clan, discuss the show every week after its prompt delivery, a superb idea came about from Marcy. The hot girl in the office. I kind of want to meet this, Marcy. John, you should send us a picture here. I'm questioning as to what an Indianapolis definition of hot is. Although I grew up in the Midwest, so she's probably kind of a hometown hot chick, don't you think?
2: corn fed.
1: Corn fed? Like a Notre Dame cheerleader?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: She wants you guys to track where your stories are coming from as referring to states. So whichever state gets to 10 first will get a shout-out or show tribute to them. As the winner or whatever you decide, she wants us to see which state is the most fucked up. I thought it was a different idea. Thanks, guys, and keep up the great show. So, John, you know, that is, and Marcy, that is a uh, very clever idea. And uh, if Wackley and I actually had the time or the uh, (laughs) passion, (laughs) we might actually do that.
2: Do we really want to go through all this problem? Because you know it's going to be Florida.
1: That's what I was about to say. You know Florida is the most fucked up state in the in the country. So I don't think there's really any question. Maybe it should be more like regional, like the Southwest or
2: the Midwest or you know the e- northeastern seaboard, to give some other smaller states a better chance.
1: Well, I think the corporate underground clan should keep stats, kind of like a fantasy football league. Yeah, they can keep stat. They can keep stats, right. and they can let us know, and then we'll give the shout out. Audience, audience participation. Audience right. participation. But yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for the original idea, and yes, we give a shout out to Marcy. And uh, I want to see a picture. She sounds kind of hot. Yeah. I want to see her her Monday morning miniskirt attire. You know what she should do is she should jump on the copier with that miniskirt, send us a picture of her photocopied ass. Yeah, fax it. Yeah, fax it. (laughs) Got another email here from a post-op fan. He said... Here's the deal with the whole chick with a dick thing that Lance is into. (laughs) That's the same as a tranny with implants. All I'm saying is that it's okay to like dicks, just your own desire, and don't feebly hide it within the excuse of a thought experiment. Oh, and do you prefer uncut cock? Don't be upset or pissed off, just helping you out of your closet. Am I supposed to respond to this? You know, I do. You recall though, last I think it was episode eighty-nine. The
2: question was: Would you rather uh, have sex with a big, strong, muscle-bound woman who is like a big baseball player with an elongated clitoris, with a gigantic clitoris, or uh, you know, a A chick with a dick?
1: dick? And you said a chick with a dick, right? It's kind of gay.
2: Well. (laughs) <laughs> what, you, you wanna, you're going to be sucking on the giant engorged clitoris while her gigantic tree-trunk-side thighs are wrapped around wrapped your around head? Wrapped around my head? What is that?
1: I think it's called a fetish. <laughs> okay. What, what about you, P-Town? Would you rather get it on with a muscle-bound chick with an elongated clitoris or a ladyboy from Thailand? In a deep, in a deep, deep voice. and like, a deep voice. Hey, I was like, hey, P-Town, you want to my clay? <laughs>
2: You
0: know, I don't know if I'd be able to get it up if there was a penis. Like, at least if it was a tree trunk lesbian that had, like, an elongated clit or some kind of... If it was, like, naturally occurring vagina, I'd still... If I had to do one, that would be the one I'd have to do. Because otherwise...
1: I agree with P-Town.
0: How do you have sex with a woman with a dick?
1: Yeah, exactly, (laughs) Wackerly. The butthole? (laughs)
0: I guess but uh, at first, uh, the penis, I would
2: probably not. I'd lose my nerve. That let shriveled me, little penis me, with like the uh, tiny little. Let me elaborate on this a little more. Now that P-Town's involved, the the story came about. What if you're in a bar, and you're sitting at the bar in between two women. One woman is this big, defensive girl. I and the, the other one is a chick with a dick, but you don't even know that she has a dick. You're going to wind up in the bathroom with the chick with the dick. I,
0: I understand, like, which one you're going to be attracted to upon per- first glance. But if I had to just, like, say, okay, I'm going to have sex with one of these two creatures, it would be...
2: Like <laughs> it All right. So, i
0: just, you know, obviously this is hypothetical. It's a
2: gray area. And that's why it was a it, thought experiment. But post-op fan, who who apparently he's a fan of transsexuals. He's a post-op fan. He must fan. be into it, yeah.
1: Uh, he agrees with me. <laughs> I'm, well, I think he was explaining. But he's
2: trying to push me into his little subculture, which I'm not going I'm not going to go. you not going to go there? I'm not going go to pay the membership dues. I'm not going to get the card. No.
1: Okay. Well, all right. I, I just think it, it's it, – I think the verdict is out there, um, sick or wrong fans here. Uh, Wackerly would have sex with a chick with a dick, and uh, P-Town and I would have plus, sex with a muscle-bound chick. <laughs> pl-
2: plus, chick with a dick, by definition, is pre-op, not post-op. And post-op brings a whole nother... Oh, if it was post-op, post
1: I probably would go with the post-op tranny. Oh, okay. There's Well, another. because there's no dick.
2: But there's some weirdly misshapen <laughs> vagina. I mean, now you're talking <laughs> about an Adam's missh- apple. <laughs> misshapen vagina versus real, you know, muscly vagina.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's no dick. No, you're right. I know.
2: There's just a stump. Well, thanks uh, (laughs) up
1: scar tissue. (laughs) Thanks, post-op fan for sharing. All right, we got uh, another message here from Conchi. He says, "Hey guys, a mate from down under here." It's true we don't have Fosters in Australia. I only know of one booze shop that sells it, and it's in the import beer section. But you'll never find it on tap at bars or pubs. Proper Aussie beer typically have a lot stronger beer taste oh, than God. your American weak arse yeah. pisswater beer.
2: Another argument about American beer being
1: weak. Just give it, give it a rest. Dude, this, guy, this guy's never had MGD. Beer is MGD beer. weak? I think not. <laughs> it's tangy. <laughs> That's why I could drink like... 16 of them. <laughs> yeah, 16 fosters would not have worked. And not to mention, I think uh, this Aussie fan is a little confused here. I like my beer to taste like the back of a battery. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, seriously, that's why that's why I like MGD. Yeah, it like you I know? said it's tangy. Yeah, our strong Aussie beer mate. And you how know? do the
2: and it's in the import where are they in, for it to be in the import section, it has to be imported from somewhere. So I bet you, from, I bet you
1: Budweiser probably makes fosters. Right. Maybe. You think? Yeah, well, that would be
2: a yeah, conspiracy you know, it,
1: it, of the ages. Well, you know, a couple other Aussie fans here chimed in. Uh, from Matt here, he says it's true, dude. No one drinks Foster's here; it's exported beer in Oz. Victoria Bitter, two He's, or Blondie Bondy Blonde. I could go on, but I can't be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm so tired
2: <laughs> of typing. I need another Blondie Bond or whatever the hell it's called.
1: Crikey, give me another Victoria Bitter, mate. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm gonna beat your ass because I'm fighting around the world.
2: We've discussed Foster's like the last three podcasts. Why are they also defensive about drinking Foster's? We know you're drinking it,
1: and and it's like, why are they lying about it? Pretty because- soon
2: we're gonna get an email from the you know Australian uh, PR, you know Department of Public Relations or domestic or you know foreign. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know. Um, finally here, we got another email from T. He says, Australians don't drink Foster's here because you can't buy it anymore. Well, at least most bottle shops don't stock it. It used to be around, but I can't even remember the last time I saw it in a shop. Depending on where you live in Australia will probably determine what kind of beer you drink. New South Wales and Victoria, they probably drink VB. That must be Victoria Bitter as opposed to the 4X, which is in Queensland. I don't even know what that is. Quadruple Ekis, <laughs> having said that they are the cheapest and nastiest beer you can buy here. So I guess 4X is probably what we would drink in Australia. Yeah. Personally, I'm into Cooper's. Not too expensive, but a really nice beer. I think I had Foster's once in New Zealand, not here. So <laughs> apparently the New Zealanders must drink Foster's.
2: Maybe that's where they're brewing it. Also. No
1: wonder Russell Crowe's so pissed off all the time. Yeah. Isn't he from New Zealand? Yes. Yeah. Well, we've, yeah, that's come up. So before. maybe Foster's is brewed by Hobbits. I don't feet. Know. I know. I might, <laughs> I might be extrapolating. The hops. Okay. I, I just want to say it's like Australians. All right. We're not trying to piss you off here, but you don't need to lie to us. Yeah. Because we know that you drink Fosters. It was in the Simpsons. They were drinking Fosters. Remember that? There's a kangaroo on the can, and the
2: can <laughs> is the color of the Australian flag. It and, has the stars from the Australian and flag. Where do
1: kangaroos come from? Australia. Australia. So you know what? I think the evidence speaks for itself. Yeah. It really does.
2: So keep writing in, but we don't care.
1: You're not going to convince me. Believe me. Finally, here we got an email from Brian. He says, forgive me if you guys have already covered this. I'm probably the 50 billionth person to send this link to you. But just in the small chance I'm not, you as the world source for antisocial commentary need to be aware of this video. It is worse than Goatsy, Lemon Party, and Tub Girl combined. That's quite a claim from the reactions i've seen it induces vomiting in about 50% or more of the viewers it didn't make me vomit but i did retch a couple times on the 1 to 5 brown star scale it gets a 7 so go to this website if you really want to be disgusted www.2girls1cup.com it's the number 2 girls number 1 Cup.com. I'm actually advising you not to watch this. If you decide to watch it, be warned that this is far worse than Mr. Hands. If you vomited that, this video may hospitalize you.
2: I assume this has something to do with ingesting Feces? scatological materials.
1: Seriously, this girl like basically shat out a milkshake, and then the other girl vomited on it, and they both <laughs> consumed it together. Mm. It was, it was kind of t- charming in a way. <laughs> I mean, it's just nice to see two. What way would that be? Well, no, it's just nice to see two kind of hot chicks sharing like that. You know, it's, it's not, I mean, it's disgusting what they were sharing, but the fact that they were sharing, it's kind of like
2: a nasty communion,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you know, body of ass, but what was kind of disquieting about this video, other than the fact that she just shat in a cup and vomited on it and they're eating it was that they're decently attractive. They're better looking than the podcast, podcraft chicks that I saw at the podcraft expo. (laughs) You know, I don't know. It might be me. It might be me. It's you. (laughs) Finally here, I'm going to end the show here with a message from Lori. She says, I thought rather than voting and leaving a message about something dull, I'd finally send you this YouTube video of a catchy little tune by Cunt that you'll be singing for ages. Though obviously you have to be careful where you're singing it. It's called Use My Arsehole As A Cunt. And she sends me the uh, YouTube link. You know, it's funny. That's P-Town's motto. Yeah. Uh, And particularly appropriate considering D's bros long awaited return to sick and wrong. Other songs of theirs include Fuck Sticks and uh, With the Hormones, Rose and Fred, a song about Rose and Fred West, who were famous UK serial killers from a little while ago. Uh, You also might want to take a look at sickopedia.org. Which is an online resource of sick jokes put together by the fine champs at b three t a dot com. So it's uh dot org. You might want to check it out.
2: I think that website's pronounced beta.com.
1: Oh, is it uh it really is wwwbnumeral numeral three T A dot com. Right. It's elites or elite speak. <laughs> oh, okay. I I guess if I was uh yeah, into the whole internet community. You fucking just went to the podcrafting expo. What are you... (laughs) Yeah, but it's not like I...
2: You You know know about Star Wars. But I wasn't searching on the... (laughs) You look like Henry Kissinger. (laughs) But I wasn't... (laughs) Who are you trying to fool that you're some cool guy who doesn't know about all this shit? All I'm
1: saying, I wasn't searching for that on the Google. Okay. If I was looking on the Google, then I might have known. But I wasn't, all right? And she says on a last note, it's true. You'll not find an Aussie who drinks Foster's.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. I (laughs) thought
1: we were out of the woods (laughs) on that. Foster's is actually Australian. Australia's joke on the world. Cheers, Lori. All right. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'd buy that. But uh, thanks, Lori. And you know what? We're going to end the show with uh, that catchy little tune, Use My Arsehole as a Cunt. And uh, maybe we'll post that video because it's a pretty funny video.
2: It reminds me of the uh, anal anal vagina power that Alexis K. Tyler
1: brought up. Yeah, actually, uh, you know, it's, a, it's applied knowledge there. You know, I think that might work. can be vaginas. Yeah, I think that might work. Well, uh, people, it's a new month, so if you haven't already, go give us a vote at Podcast Alley. I think we've gotten a lot already, so uh, yeah, get us into the top ten. It's appreciated. And if you haven't, go subscribe to us on iTunes. Apparently, that's the deciding factor for successful podcasts.
2: Yeah, our high ranking on Podcast Alley was not respected at the at the podcrafting well, expo. It's funny,
1: because the podcrafters are all like where are you on iTunes? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs>
2: and it has to do with pages. You know, you want to be on the first page, but if you're on the
1: second or third page, that's respectable. But I don't think we're even on any page. Yeah, but you know, it's funny. It's like, you can be on the top, page of itunes with your podcast and you're still not getting laid yeah, okay that's true that's all i have to say so you know what subscribe to the show if you haven't already but uh give us a vote on podcast alley we'll be back next week with episode 92 until then take a seat
0: i was a the record deal but i was too rude i tried approaching companies but they did not approve until i met this one guy a corrupt a and man he said can't i Sign you, But you have to understand I want to utilise your bum somewhere I can put My fingers and my hands My toes and then my foot My penis and testes My tongue and then my head I mould it over carefully And this is what I said Go on then, just this one Sao